Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and Saturate, creator of Prometabolic Food Supplements and Seriously Saturated Skincare. And today I'm back with my co-host, uh, Craig McDonald. Welcome back to the podcast, Craig. Thanks for having me. And today... Quite the pleasure. Has, today is our... Uh, Part two of uh, The Road to the Photo Shoot. So if you haven't listened to that one, um, go back and listen to part one. Basically, Craig decided he wanted to... just recorded it two minutes ago and then I went and took a piss and then we recorded (laughs) So we've still got the same clothes on. So uh, basically, Craig, uh, you know, wants to wear those little Grundies and, you know, take some sexy (laughs) photos. That's exactly what it is. (laughs) Every night, right, so we have this mirror in our um, bedrooms on the wall. Every night, he every single night, without fail. It's a huge mirror. Anyone, he, he, if anyone had this fucking mirror in there, he, do, he does these. He does his. He does, his, he does his little poses. poses. He does his little bodybuilding poses. I'm like you just want to compete in the little gruds. Anyway, so I thought, ah, oh, fuck it. You know, I'm, I'm going to do it with him, but I don't have to do his long dieting phase, as we established in the uh, first podcast. That Craig's like fatter than me. Um. Anyway, so we talked all about nutrition. You know, how are we going to attack the building phase, the fat loss phase, different strategies that we use uh, in the building phase versus fat loss phase. And we just talked about clients and, you know, how to calculate the surplus, the deficit. So it's a, it was actually quite an interesting uh, podcast, I think. I think so. And so this one, we're just going to talk all about the training, the train, and as train. Dazza would say. So if you don't know what the fuck, we're, why we're speaking like that, Dazza, the uh, PT who gets on Instagram and does some- Is it loose cannon, that fella? He is. He's got a good mullet. Go and check out Beautiful. our Instagram page, and he has some great train and tips. Do, do Dazza. Who's Dazza? I don't know him. Just do it. No, he's just do it. He's just do it. The just alter do it. ego. No, he's just not come on. on. Just do it. For he, two. Come on. He's not on the fucking podcast. All right, now fucking get on with it, order. So, so that now we can talk about the training. So, just before we jump into it, I think a lot of women, like obviously, if you want to lose weight, you need in calorie deficits. So you don't have to strength train. Correct. You don't. No. But why is it beneficial to prioritize and do more strength training probably than any other exercise? Yeah. Well, the vast majority of people are under muscle and you mm. kind of spoke about that in the, the last episode. Um, and when you're in a calorie deficit, like cortisol is a lot higher and you were just prone to accelerated muscle loss. So, you know, I think everyone's sort of, well, most people that have died, dieted kind of realize that they do it for long enough. They'll lose a lot of weight, but they they're smaller, which is good, but they kind of look at themselves and they're like, oh, but I'm like that skinny fat, which is generally the, mm. the, the the term that people use. And it's just like, well, you're skinny fat because you've dieted and you've not maintained any kind of lean body mass that you had when you were at a higher body weight. So therefore, while you have lost fat, you've also lost muscle. So you don't look like a toned athletic version of yourself. So you know, the, the, the toned look or the athletic look is having more muscle and less body fat, mm. right? But if you just diet and don't train, then you lose the muscle. You don't really look any different. And I just find that, yeah. you know, this is just from working with thousands of women, the ones that actually strength train and train hard and learn how to lift properly, they're, you know, they can eat more food. They can have high yeah. deficit calories. Like it's yeah. just better. Yeah. Yeah. And, and muscle has lots of health benefits too. hundred percent. So yeah. many health benefits. It's it's outrageous the how much um, uh, upregulation happens from a lot of your organs as a result of going through a strength training workout, and then the the recovery process that happens as a result. 
mm. like ins- insulin sensitivity yep. improves, like glycogen uptake, yep. you know, uh, over the um, movement of like sodium and calcium around the body. Like, I mean, the list goes on and on. There's more studies kind of coming up or coming out now where it's showing more the acute benefits. Like we always knew the long-term benefits, you know, like mm. improved bone density and, mm. and, and things like that, improved blood pressure. But now we're actually understanding at an acute level um, what a, a strength training workout does, like even during the session and then slightly after, like the, the upregulation of all of these, these the organs and, you know, just things just improve. Like, you know, mm. we always sort of say like strength is never a weakness. Mm. So it's like that is absolutely the case. And just being capable, I yeah. think. And, yeah. you know, a lot of the women that we work with too, they'll be in their 40s and 50s, um, just mobility. And one of our friends, he's a school friend of mine. I've known him for like 30 years, Toby. We caught up with him recently. He's a physio for elderly. Exercise physio. Exercise physio, yeah. yeah. And he was saying the exact same thing. He's like, he does all strength training with his clients and just rehabilitates them basically and how important it is. Who's that guy was saying it's the 90 or 99? He lives at, like, still goes to the yeah, gym. We, we, yeah, we met him when we were in Sydney. We went to this uh, this gym up in Manly. I can't remember. I think it was called the the, the Diggers something. Was and, it and it, yeah, and, and it, yeah, it was really, really cool. And I, I can't remember how I, I got talking to him, but, yeah, he's, his name's Mel. He, he uh, trains twice a week, and he's 90 years old, and he still drives himself. Like, I was like, really? I'm like... Mm-hmm. So like do you do you do, like do you still live alone? Do you like mm. do you, you what's he's like, Yep. So like I live alone. He's like me How going amazing. me going to the gym and doing and I was watching him easy on the chest press, getting on the pull downs, you know, like he was doing it's supported so squats. It was amazing. But but for him he was like, This is how I maintain my independence. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to go into a home. I want to live and die in my house and this yeah. is how I do it. He's like, I just don't understand why people more people don't do it. And I'm like, <laughs> well, Hey, preach it to the choir. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what a legend. But it was so it was awesome. good. It was so good. So yeah. look, yeah, obviously we all want to fucking look better. Mm. We look good naked, but the health benefits and just feeling good and strong and capable—it's yes. such a—it's such an empowering, amazing feeling. Yep. So anyway, so let's talk about um, what's the goal in the building phase with the strength training? To get as strong as possible. Okay, so how are we doing that? Lifting weights. But talk a little bit more detail about the structure and shit, and you know, like. What oh, so, you want so the structure of how I'm going about it. Yeah. Okay, so for, for me specifically. I've been training five days. Um, my, my split over the last 13 months has, has just kind of changed a little bit and the, the changes have sort of happened as a result of um, the the particular structure with the particular exercises I was choosing on the particular days was then starting to affect my recovery as I started to get stronger. Mm. So there were certain you know exercises that I could do a little bit more frequently and then once I really progressed those along with the other big compound movements that I progressed... I then had to go. Okay, something needs to change here because I'm mm. my performance is starting to go backwards. I'm feeling more burnt out even after a deload. So I'm like, okay, make an adjustment to the exercise selection. Pick a movement that's still working that particular muscle group, but in a way that's got, got a greater uh, stimulus to fatigue ratio. Mm. Right. So I'm getting more out of that movement. I'm be able to progress it, but it's not creating a lot of that central nervous system fatigue. Um, and the way my structure is actually working at the moment is, so Monday is a push, upper body push session. So chest, shoulders, triceps, and I do, I add in some biceps as well. Uh, Tuesday is, uh, it's, it's legs and back. So the way it works is I do stiff legs and then, so two sets of stiff leg deadlifts, uh, two sets of lying leg curls, uh, two sets of, uh, hammer rows, two sets of single arm cable rows and then two sets of pull downs 
and then I do one set of Bulgarian uh, dumbbell Bulgarian uh, split squats, one set of uh, leg extensions, and then one high rep set, like a twenty rep mm. set of leg presses. Um, and I've just found for what I need to continue to grow my legs, I don't need a tremendous amount of volume. It just needs to be hard sessions, but they, it needs to be done in a way that allows maximum effort for recovery. So you do two sets to failure? So on the, on the quads, it's only one set. So one yeah. set of Bulgarians, yeah. one set of leg extensions, one yeah. set of, of um, leg press. Yeah. Wednesday off. Thursday is, again, uh, upper body push two, so chest, shoulders, and triceps, but different variations of exercises. Um Friday is just an upper body pull session, so more pull downs, um, like just back work, biceps. Mm. And then Saturday is my big leg session, so that's where I'm doing V-hack squats, mm. leg presses, you know, seated leg curls, those sort of things. Sunday off and then repeat. Mm. So the variation that I'm doing now is it's, it's only relatively new. There's sort of been some changes just because of where I'm at from a strength point and also some exercises just getting to the point where I just wasn't progressing them anymore that mm. needed to be that change because I just run it into the ground. Um, so this one will, will pretty much work me through the for the next, what would I say, nine or ten weeks of the gaining phase. Mm. And then I will then aim to hold all of my lifts for the next four weeks after that during that maintenance hold phase. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, hopefully they become the homeostasis. This is just yep. what my capability is yep. and maintain them as best as I can while the calories start to come down. Yeah, cool. And so I'm just doing three days a week just because that suits me. Mm-hmm. Uh, full body, upper body, lower body. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just I just do two sets to failure. Mm-hmm. Do, you just, do you do a heavy top set? Yeah. First? Do you know what I've been doing though? Like you said to me, if I can get nine, I keep the weight the same. Mm-hmm. But if I can only get six, I'll drop the weight and try and do between 10 to 13. On the second set, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. So I think obviously what you just want to be doing is week to week. Like I, th- I really like that progression system because I think you can get a lot of runway with it. Yep. And. Well, it gives you two two PBs on a set to set. So yeah. So that's the first set, you've got a PB in the six to nine rep range. Yep. You know, PB in the 10 to 13 rep range. Yeah. And they don't need to be hard rep ranges. No. And, and, and like sometimes on like a, like a, like I'll go high rep ranges on say like a lap pull down or bicep yeah, curls. Absolutely. I'll yeah. go up to like 15 to 20 maybe sometimes. Yeah. yeah some exercises yeah. make it because you can't make weight jumps, jumps consistently yeah. like things yeah. like isolation, exercise, bicep curls, lateral raises, et cetera. Um, but all, interesting enough, like even though that that's fairly my, my standard for my set, set one, six, six to nine set to mm. 10 to 13, something like that. For my upper body pressing movements, I don't know why, but for some reason I get to eight mm. on my pressing, so my incline presses or chest press, whatever it is, and to get to nine will take two or three extra weeks mm-hmm. to just get there. For so, for some reason, eight seems to be my limit for pressing. So for me on those exercises, it's six to eight is the rep range. Mm. Everything else is six to nine. Mm. Now, mm. I only make that call because I've got so much data that every time I try and do it, I'm like, I don't know why my body just doesn't like nine. Yeah. Just doesn't want to do it really. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll get to eight and then I'll increase my weight and then I'll drop back down. In some weeks you don't like you stay the same yeah. or you may not be feeling it. Yeah. And you know, we've talked about this. It's not always every single week you're going to progress. No. Sometimes you'll just be the same, the same, the same. And the next week, like, boom, you hit, have some progression. So yeah. I think it's, you got to stick with it, yeah. you know, and you might be a bit tired or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So 
What happens when we get to the fat loss phase? From a training perspective? Yes. Um, so all I'm trying to do at that point is just maintain the lifts within those two rep ranges um, as much as possible. Yeah. So I'm not trying to, because I'm in an energy deficit at that point, so my recovery is going to be less. Yep. So every time you break through a barrier, you know, or you hit a new mm. strength milestone, like you don't recover for free, right? You need, in, in order for you to do that, you're going to be needing at least those calories going in or potentially at that point, um, and I've seen this a lot with, with people when they hit a certain milestone, they do mm. their next week's check and they're like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm just, I'm really hungry. Like yeah. I'm thinking about food a lot more. Yep. And that's just because their body, like you've hit this new, you've got a, your body's going like, okay, we're, we're now remodeling new tissue that we've mm. never had before. So therefore we, we need some more food in order, well, more calories in order to facilitate that. So that, that's something that I need to keep in mind because I absolutely don't want to be in that scenario during a fat loss phase because I don't have any extra food to add in. Mm. So all I've got to do is like at the end of my building phase and through the whole phase, let's say if I'm holding, I'm doing on the V hack, I'm doing, you know, 200 kilos for a set of eight. Every single week of that fat You're just going to try. Sometimes you go backwards though. It depends on the, this, I think the severity of the deficit. And I think well, it also depends on how experienced you are as a lifter. Yeah. So like novice lifters yeah. can, you know, we sit in our program, they'll make progress in a deficit. Yes. Yeah. I won't absolutely no. not make it. No. And the thing is, I also need to be really specific on um, like my recovery and what my readiness is like. Mm -hmm. And what it might mean is that I'll auto-regulate my training a little bit more that say if I hit that 200 kilos, say on the, on the V hack mm. and it really was like, taxing. man, that was hard. I won't even do the second set. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, you, you can tip yourself over the edge cause you don't have the calories, Yeah, you know, and it, I but, think not push as hard. Like I'll push harder yeah. when I've got more calories Yes, and when I'm in a deficit, I won't push as hard yeah. cause it just fucks you. It does like, fuck you. you. And, and the thing is it, it's almost not necessary because we know, especially if you go through a proper hold phase, we know at that point, in order to maintain what you've got, you can get away with about Less. a third of the volume of what you've been doing. Yep. So, you know, in, in a lot of ways, as the the diet progresses, my training volume will actually come down just mm. as a natural result of mm. calories are getting lower, my body weight's coming down, I have less ability to recover. So therefore, there'll be just times where I just go, all I need to do right now is just send the signal to my body mm. that I need to maintain this tissue. So if I do 200 for eight, that's the job done. Do anything more after that during a fat loss phase just doesn't make sense. Yep. Do you know? So I'll start off doing my full volume as it is, knowing that over time, as the deficit comes down, that's probably going to it's probably going to drop back to more like four day. I, I'll still keep it at five days just because I like to, I like to be in that rhythm. But yeah, that some of the sessions yep. might only last maybe thirty to forty minutes at that stage. Yeah, yeah, and I think you really have to prioritize sleep and keep stress low. Yeah. You know, because otherwise it's just too yeah, hard. Yeah, you've, you've got no wriggle room, you know, yeah. and as it gets closer, you know, like there'll be just, a lot of times I just say no to, to, to events or situations. Yeah. Do you know? Because I'm like, well, look, I just don't have the wriggle room. Yeah. And it's not forever. No. It's only a short period of time. No. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, and steps wise too, potentially that's something that could increase towards the end, maybe. Yeah, potentially. I mean, yeah. that's why we have data because that, that'll become obvious if we need to do that or not. Yeah. Um, and, and for me, like I always hit 12,000 steps a day. That's really easy for me to do. Mm. Obviously another reason why my, my calories have continued to go up so much over yep. this time. So it'll be just, you know, mm. 
if I need to, I can, you yep. know, that's, that's a lever that we can kind of pull on if we need to, but I, I don't really, maybe the last couple of weeks I might need to push it up. I don't really envisage that mm. sort of happening. Yep. My, my food's so high and I can maintain that yeah. pretty well that as those calories just come down, my body will change the way I need it to. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Anything else? Um, no, I don't, I, I don't think so. I think that's just the, 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 <laughs> main, the main point that I want to have at home is that you shouldn't be, if you've done, you know, a recomp or a muscle gain phase properly enough for long enough. The dieting shouldn't be that hard. The dieting shouldn't be that hard, but the training should actually be easier. And well, it's not easier because if you've got less food coming in and you'll just feel like, oh man, it's well, that's a, that's another point actually I just want to quickly make is it's, you have to go with the mindset. This is not the time you've beaten PBs or going yes. like, this is not about performance. No, this is just about getting, going through the motions, yep. trying to hit the numbers and maintain and not worrying about it. Yep. Like, it's 100%. the dieting. You're trying to get the fat off. Yep. That's what you've got to think, yep. I think. Yeah. And in don't fact, get or don't and, get upset that you're not making progress because no. the progress is the fat loss. Yeah. yeah. And I think that is one big um, key point that I've noticed a, well, a lot of people, but certainly over time in competitors, is that they think because they're in a fat loss phase, they've got to do more training and they've got to yeah. start using things like drop sets and, and higher reps and stuff because they're like, you know, I've got to get this fat off. Like I've got to mm. be really pushing the intensity. I'm like, no, that's the, you want to do the opposite of that. Like mm. all of that stuff should have been done during your muscle gain phase or before yeah. that, not when you're in an energy deficit, the whole goal about an energy deficit is just to maintain. So most people don't need to train. Like you still need to train with all, all the effort, yep. but the actual total work will likely just come down hmm. because you just, all you're doing is sending a signal to maintain at that point, not yep. to gain. Yeah. So good one. Thanks, right. Craig. All right. Cool. As always, take a screenshot of the episode and share your biggest takeaways on Instagram stories and tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-E-L-D. And each month I pick someone and they get a tub of saturated premium collagen valued at $79. And we'll see you again next time.